Hi, and welcome to Phenomenal. This is Vanessa, and today I'm speaking to Sally, uh, who's a close friend of mine, but also is a remarkable woman. So um, just as a reminder, (laughs) Phenomenal is about remarkable women doing remarkable things, and I'm lucky enough to have loads of these women around me. Um, all around the world, and Sally happens to be in Canada. So, Sally, would you like to uh, introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your story? Wow, well, thank you for that introduction, and <laughs> good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, ladies um, of Phenomena around the world. Um, so, yes, my name is Sally Samb. Um, I'm a product development and sourcing specialist. I worked in the fashion industry up until two weeks ago. Um, I've had the um, wonderful um, opportunities and um, adventure to work quite on a big variety of product. So I've done menswear, women's wear, I've done accessories. Um, I worked on the high street um, as well as luxury uh, products. And I even developed products for the runway. So that's been sort of the past eight years for me. And before transitioning into fashion, I was, um, I dabbled a bit into marketing communications. Um, So I would probably describe myself as someone who's quite passionate. I love um, to learn. Um, I can't live this life without a good book. And um, I usually appear, if you meet, if you meet me, you, I'll be uh, quite, um, I'll be quiet and calm, but um, my mind is usually very loud. It's constantly um, trying to um, understand people and life. So, um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm a soul who wonders a lot, but I am not lost. I'm definitely just kind of um, exploring this life. So um, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I don't know if I've missed something. You can... Um, you know. Oh, no, it was very good, very thorough. Okay. <laughs> Actually, a beautiful paint picture you painted of yourself, and I think it's very very accurate actually oh wow okay i'm not um very good. you know it's um i kind of struggle with the description of self but uh thank you i try no it's always difficult to talk about yourself isn't it yeah definitely especially i think both women we tend to um you know our strength we're like oh yeah whatever it's uh, it's what you know it's a it's it's not really my superpower it's what everybody else does too and then we um kind of you know we minimize our strength and then um the weaknesses we kind of amplify them so um you know it's it's sort of a work in progress yeah fantastic so let's get right to it what's your vision of success um i have different elements to what i consider a successful life so let's just say if i start with the end in mind if i'm at the end of my life and i'm like okay have i led a successful life um i want to know that i've lived an intentional life i've lived a life according to me um, what I mean by that is I actually sit down with myself and I look at the values and the principles that are driving my life and I think, okay, did I choose them and am I still choosing them or did someone else or social construct 
told me this is the value that you um, have to have in your life. And so I think um, I'm very intentional about that. Um, I think there's also for me an element of being of service to others and contributing to other people. Um, and at the end of my life, I want to look at it and be like, you know what? I manifested the highest level of my potential um, before I step out of this physical body of mine. I I also don't want to be afraid of evolving as a woman. I don't think you stop learning when you get out of university. Um, and so as I go along my journey, I don't want to be the kind of, I want to actually be able to redefine success as I go along, because I think your definition will change as you grow. And of course, there's a certain level of, you know, comfort that I want in my life. I definitely want to work toward, towards financial freedom, where I actually choose to work and I don't wake up in the morning and tell myself I have to go to work. Um, so I want to get to that level where my time is really, um, I buy it back, sort of. Um, and uh, to go back to the level of comfort, you know, I, I love amazing food. Um, I love good wine and champagne and I love traveling. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I like nice things, you know. If someone wants to give me a Birkin uh, black gold hardware, please, um, I'll take it. So. <laughs> Yeah, we'll create a GoFundMe campaign for that. Yeah, definitely. Please, um, can I add to that list too? Uh, so you know, I uh, there's there's a certain level of comfort I want to um to achieve as well. Um, it's not just um I don't know maybe that sounds a bit materialistic or, um, but it's not just about you know being a good person. I also want nice things. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. But that's pretty realistic because it would be very, like it would be reducing yourself to like just one dimension to just think that success would be just one thing. Oh, oh yeah. I, oh, no, I definitely love different facets to people. Um, I don't understand if you're just aligned. I'm like, okay, um, I'm not judging, but um, yeah, okay. I don't understand you, um, but um, I wish you well, though, if you're just... do. <laughs> 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 Right. Do you have any rituals? Is there anything that you do on a daily basis, day in, day out? Um, and that is something that has to happen? Um, because I'm someone who's actually quite, I don't like calling myself messy, but I think I am. Um, I have to really try and be organized. So what I've been working on for the past year and a half is developing my morning and nighttime routine to provide more structure to my days. And um, to be also more intentional about how I go um, about things during my day and to sort of stay anchored and not react to everything around me. So in the morning, I first start with prayer and I do, um, I set an intention for the day. Um, so for example, if I've been feeling quite anxious, um, the intention will be to stay in peace. Um, if I feel like I haven't been productive, the intention will be to um, be productive um, sort of thing. And then I will follow up with um, a, um, a glass of water with fresh lemon and fresh ginger, um, 20 minutes of meditation. I journal a lot as well. And I read for at least 30 minutes, but I read to either feel inspired or to learn something. So again, very intentional about like the reason why I'm reading. 
And uh, I don't necessarily do everything in that order. The only thing that starts the day is really the prayer and the intention. And then I usually go with my flow, see how I feel. And then at night, I pretty much do something similar where I pray, I meditate, but I close the day with my gratitude practice. So um, I'll just write down things that I'm grateful for. And it's usually pretty simple things, you know, it's, um, it's, my health it's the friendships um that i have around me the love um and um sometimes just lessons i've learned or breakthrough i've had during the day or the week um so yeah so i try to uh that's pretty much what i do um once a week i do a small at home um facial for myself and so that's when i take time to just um you know spend time with myself and um, exfoliate, do a mask, um, have a glass of wine and um, all the wonderful things you can uh, enjoy in your own company. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Oh, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> well, I think it's... It does. Okay. Like, you like rituals, rituals goals or something. Like, it's well, like, oh my God, she's got it on lock. Like, she's got everything. Like, she's well, doing it's, everything. It's, it really took me... Um, and that's the thing. Like, don't get discouraged. Um, literally, I had to start with five minutes because I get ambitious and I want to do... Um, what I did first was to start with the end in mind. So what did I want to feel? in the morning um i wanted to feel anchored i did not want to feel rushed um so i i I started with that and then i looked at different things that can give me that things that i like so um it doesn't have to be you know everything it's it's not one size fits all you um you can do whatever it is that you feel will make you um more productive or um more peaceful but it's really it's you know you start with five minutes and then you add another after like a month I would add something else and then once I did that for two months and then I would add something else so it really took me a long time and it's still not perfect um there are days where I'm like okay I cannot help this um nighttime thing so I'm just going to bed um so um and then the next day I start I I try again you know so it's uh it's it's definitely something that might take time to develop but I definitely encourage people to do it and I suppose there's an element of not being too hard on yourself and just taking more taking it one day at a time yes there is um that is something I've had to learn because um what I do to keep track of my progress is that I write down um if I did it or not and um in the evening and if um, at the beginning if I don't if I hadn't done every single thing on that list then I had failed and I was like okay calm down um you did part of it and you know it's it's you can't just expect to um sort of do everything every day and it's it's just unrealistic so definitely there is um there's that element to it cool sorry i feel like i'm rambling quite a lot no you know actually (laughs) it's pure genesis um what's your biggest dream Mm. um one of them was to work in a fashion capital. I, that's done. I wanted to work in the luxury market. That's done. Um, and uh, what's next? I think for me next, it's really about finding the way I'm going to contribute to other people, specifically to other women. 
um, I don't know yet um, what it's going to look like, but it's definitely something that I, I want to do next. Um, maybe building a platform, a community to help us um, thrive and also be authentic and share, you know, our victories, lessons and struggles without shame. Um, so that's 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 next for me. What it's going to look like, I'm not sure yet. Um, but um, yeah, I've, um, yeah, that's next for me. But I mean, you know, dreams, I think they, not that, well, it's not that they change, but you add to that list. You know what I mean? Like as you, as you meet new people, as you grow into yourself, you're going to come across new green dreams. So I'm saying this, but I know there's a whole bunch of other things that I want to do um, and that I will be called to do as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Fantastic. Do you have any regrets? Uh, I think, well, regrets, you know, they're like, pretty much lessons that you don't want to learn because you're being stubborn and the universe is like um sister it's gonna keep coming back unless until you learn it um so for me i think every time i did not listen to my own voice um every time i let the voices of other people be louder than my own um usually things have ended in a way that i'm like yeah i already knew that um, and if I had um, followed my intuition, my instinct, um, things would have been different. Um, so I think, yeah, it's it's really when you know something on the inside of you, like when you, you feel something, just follow your, you know you, you know your journey. You know what I mean? So for me, yeah, every time I've uh, pretty much dismissed or disowned my own voice, um it's it's not good mm-hmm. that's good it's really helpful actually what um what can you tell us about your work ethic um everything i do is based on respect and integrity um for me i know like this is one thing i know i work hard but i expect everybody to sort of work hard um, I expect everybody to be to aim for excellence. So um, I don't know if it's I don't think it's particular to me. Um, yeah, I, I work hard. I, I strive to be excellent. Um, and uh, what can I, you know, I, I think you have to have an element of passion. Um, what exactly do you mean by work ethics though um well exactly what you just said okay (laughs) basically how do you work so the fact that you said that you work with respect and integrity it's quite telling isn't it it's what it's quite uh sorry i didn't catch that it's quite telling it's telling so well because you know i think if you put a product out there and you say to people it's um a luxury product because one thing that irritates me quite a lot is that you keep seeing the word luxury popping up everywhere for example but not everything that glitters is actually gold people um so i don't want to say to someone you know you're buying this scarf it's two thousand um dollars or pounds and then it's actually um not up to standards it's actually not good so i think it's very important there's an element of trust between you and your customer 
um, and and your colleagues and and so yeah you I, that's well actually respect and integrity are part of my work but they're also on my uh, um, it's part of the va- there are values and principles that drive my life so yeah good do you have any advice for our listeners um, okay. in regards to love or end relationships uh <laughs> um is it just romantic love or could it be like yeah romantic yeah yeah romantic. <laughs> um actually girls uh ladies i'm not it's not an area where i feel i can give advice um simply because um okay the one thing i can say is Right now, I know that I am not looking for someone to come um, to complete me. I am complete. I am looking for someone to compliment me, and I am willing to do the same thing for someone else, for him too. Um, so I'm not looking for him to complete my thoughts. I have my own thoughts. Um, thank you very much. Um, so yeah I'm not you know I think you have to sort of if something is not happening for you don't look at the outside and be like oh the right men are not coming for me or they're not out there um look at the energy that you're putting out there look at what look at yourself you know um maybe there are things in your scripts and um in your the way you are that can be improved or that can be changed that's all um, I'm saying because I guess that's the season I'm in where I'm really looking at you know what what kind of energy do I put out there and um, and I'm I guess I'm working on being the type of woman that will attract the right type of men for me so yeah that's um, but advice on the like a lasting relationship i cannot help you there yeah no of course but that's all, all all it has to do is it has to do with what you're currently experiencing i guess okay and that's quite good in a sense that um whether you are looking for love or whether you are in a long-term relationship i suppose it's about find, finding the person that adds to what you already have yeah yeah so that's basically what you're saying isn't it yeah because you know we've been taught that somebody um you know people complete you but we were not you know you were born with one brain with one heart two legs two arms so um i don't need a third um um but it's it's just yeah it's it's for me it's more about balance you know Mm. nice what are your views on family um well there's your family um your traditional family and then there's your chosen family my chosen family is um they're pretty much my friends my tribe my soul sisters and then my family uh family is complex you know um i have a caribbean mother so it's uh it's she's a blend of feisty and then she tells you things that sometimes you do not want to hear um but at the end of the day your family for me i know that i'm not here to sort of live up to their expectations um i want to build generational wealth for them i want to love and support them but at the same time um i have to find my own 
balance my own um path in this life and i i um yeah i don't know what to it's it's strange i don't really know what to answer to that no that's fine you've actually answered you've said it's complex and i think everyone would agree with that yeah it is because you know as much as i love my family sometimes i'm just like oh seriously people like we need to do better and uh, (laughs) and sometimes you know it's very yeah but I've always done things this way and um to me that's that that's not really um a way to live your life um but you have to let people sort of be their own thing and and find their own way and I sometimes I find that difficult. Yeah, um, yeah, complex because I love them, but sometimes I'm like, okay, um, I need to um, call you like once a month. Um, <laughs> so that's where I'm at. With, I'm cool. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? Well, I've been. Um, I think I moved to London. Yeah, six years ago, and I started going. Um, to church and developing more of a spiritual practice and it has helped me tremendously so i i do believe in god i always sort of did but i just as a young girl i did not like the energy of the church um that we had here um but then when i got to london i found this um amazing place where people were more open um, not judgmental and so I started um, um, going to church actually and just really praying and it's um, it's actually been quite a good journey and I've been surrounded by people who helped me quite a lot um, on that journey and I get to ask them questions too um, on how they do things and how they did this and 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 how I can grow so um, so yeah Oh, cool. Do you have a favorite quote? Oh, boy. Um, I, <laughs> because I love quotes. So um, I, wow. Uh, I think right now I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. I'll open my journal because I usually have two um, that I use. <clears throat> Whenever I start a new journal, I write them in there. So they're both from Maya Angelou uh, poems. And one is from the poem, Our Grandmothers. I don't know if you um, read that one. No. No? Okay, it's really beautiful. But basically, the verse that I really like, it says something along the lines of, my description cannot fit your tongue, for I have a certain way of being in this world. And I just, I love that. And Mm. I just love it. And the other one is, I am the hope, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. And that one is from the poem, um, And Still I Rise. Yeah, And the reason I love that one is that when I'm having a moment of doubt or um, I'm not being grateful, it reminds me of how much progress has been made, but how much I still have, um, how much work we still have to do. And also it, it tells me, you know, you have to be grateful to be living as a woman, as a black woman in this day and age. So, um, yeah, the, the two... Um, anything by my Angelou is sort of has a special place in my heart so. uh, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you should do a t-shirt <laughs> pardon me 
we should do a t-shirt with it like a luxurious t-shirt honestly it, it's a good one because the first quote is about uniqueness isn't it it's about <laughs> being yourself being unique yes yes definitely like don't try to box me into uh, mm. your definition of what i should be as a as a person as a woman um you know we're all we all have different facets of our personalities and um yeah so yeah nice. do you have a favorite book um i read a lot so i don't necessarily have one um in mind um i do love anything written by um emile zola i really love his style of writing but lately i've been a lot um i've been reading a lot um um on um self development um how to be more productive how to um address um mindset um shifts and changes um so i can I can tell you what I'm, I, I've been reading. Um, so the Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. That's quite um, interesting to read. And the other one was Mindset. Um, Carol D. I can't remember her last name. Um, I'll send it to you maybe after if you want to add it to the notes of the podcast. Um, and it's quite interesting because she talks about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset and how um, we're not like completely um, fixed or um, working towards a growth mindset. We're often quite a blend of both. And so it's interesting to sometimes look at where in your life you could actually shift things from a fixed mindset to a growth one. So it's uh, it was quite interesting. A bit mm. simplistic, but interesting. And there was also Status Anxiety from um, written by Alain de Bouton. Um, mm-hmm. So that was quite interesting too, because I think sometimes, you know, we look around us and we see a lot of bling bling and we're like, oh, okay, um, I don't have that bling bling. So what does that make me? But um, so it's quite, uh, it's more of an essay, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's quite interesting. So nice. I'll make sure I I, I, um, I add that to the to the notes for the podcast. Sure, I'll I'll, um, I'll send yeah. you um, um, the names and 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 authors, so at least you have um, you have the references. Of course. Um, what's the best advice you've ever received? Best piece of advice you've ever received? I'm still waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Um, I think honestly, it's not one particular piece of advice. It's more along the lines of receiving the right advice, um, at different stage in my life. So just last week I was talking to a friend, um, and then she just reminded me of the importance of running my own race and on focusing on my own journey and that, in my family, for example, I was the first to break certain um, generational patterns, and that was difficult. And um, I have to sort of go at it not alone, but you know, it's it's if no one has um, been there before you, you sort of have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the advice I actually needed for to get me through um, 
that day and then after that advice i was like oh yeah i'm i'm winning i'm, I'm so happy i'm high um so it's 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 not one piece of advice it's more um you know different seasons in your life if you're surrounded by the right people you mm. will get the good um advice that you need nice nice one what's the one thing you wish someone had told you um for in in regards to life, life, life work, love, oh. relationships. Oh boy! Um, why not? To give you an adv- an example, mine is uh-huh. I wish someone told me adulting was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at that one I put on on pause. There are days where I'm like, okay, no. Um, if um, I I refuse to adult, and you cannot. You know, you cannot make me do it. Um, but yeah, it's true. Um, I think for me, learning to be comfortable in your own skin as early as possible. Um, I've always, as a child, because I really enjoyed reading and actually spending time um, by myself um, and listening to conversations of grown-ups, um, you sort of feel like, you know, everybody else is just playing. So you should be playing. But it was never my thing, you know. I just I liked being um, in my own head, and my I had a very vivid imagination. I still do. So um, sometimes you sort of feel like a bit weird, and even sometimes as an adult, I'm like, oh, um, I know. Earlier this was it this week that you were talking about solo travel. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I remember, like, sometimes, you know, you sort of feel strange because you're like, oh, everybody's saying I, I should not be doing that, but mm. actually enjoy it. So, um, yeah. So I think you, you have to learn to be comfortable in your own skin as early as possible, especially as a woman. Um, mm-hmm. I think you have to dare to design your own life. And um, I think we you know don't focus too much on having a path that's linear um focus on growth and developing maybe a wide range of skills that can serve you in any arena of life um perhaps focus on excellence rather than trying to be perfect because for a long time i tried for perfection and um i drove myself crazy you know um but if you if you try to be excellent, then that's that's achievable because you you practice and you get better and better. So that's something you can actually do. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's a lot of different things. Um, but yeah, I wish people... A lot of different things, but I think it'll speak to different... People. Different people. So, And I think it kind of all makes sense and it kind of goes hand in hand with everything we've been discussing for the past sort of like 30 minutes. But um, I wanted to know what's the one thing you can't go without. You mentioned the book earlier. So, you know, you, you said you can't live this life without a book. Is that the <laughs> one thing you definitely can't go without? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I, I always picture myself as a sort of a Robinson Crusoe, um, where I'm under a coconut tree and I have a book and then everything else I can figure it out because I, you know, I, um, oh, and I need, I need to be able to write too. So some paper, um, if someone can donate uh, paper and pencil and then I 
on my island you know i'll go fish or something to eat but everything else um you know i uh and then maybe send me a friend once in a while because um i do like people um contrary to popular belief uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if uh yeah i i guess a good book and peace of mind you know um yeah i can't about that I, but i guess to pick up on your point about um liking your own company but also enjoying people i think i find that by withdrawing yourself from like the noise and the crowd and like loads of people i think you learn to enjoy people more because you've got that time to yourself when you're then faced with people that uh, are your friends or people that you choose to be around you enjoy them even more no definitely and i i try to strike a sort of a balance but my extra um averted friends probably don't think it's a balance but um where i take i am very intentional and um i i'll take the time for me i won't uh, socialize as much and i'll be reading i'll be writing i'll be um doing something drawing or whatever i need to do um but then i will make also time to see my people because i love my people um and i love eating with my people and so um yeah and when i see them you're right it it feels more you know you're happy to see them because it's not like you see them every single day or you talk to them every single day so mm. well, except for my mother um i have to get better at that but um so yeah So yeah, I agree with you. Mm, cool. I've got another three questions for you. So. Oh. <laughs> um, they're kind of battling their 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 way in my mind because I don't know in which order I should ask them. But uh, the first one, I guess, uh -huh. is if if there was one thing that could be said about you, like say you're not in the room and you want people to say one thing about you, what would you want it to be? Integrity. Um, I think it would be integrity. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Um, that, you know, I choose or at least try to do the right thing. Um, the difficult thing, not what is popular or what everybody else, um, thinks I should do. Yeah. I think integrity would probably, um, be, because I think it's a hard it's sometimes difficult, you know, mm. but I, that's a good question. Wow. Now I'm going to be thinking about it. And I know I'm probably going to be like in a week, I'm going to send you a message and be like, <laughs> this is what I want to, uh, uh, this is the word I should have used. But right now I'll go with integrity. Integrity, um, But that's it because it's about spontaneity, isn't it? Yeah. So that's <laughs> what that came. And that's it. What's the best piece of advice you can give to someone? Huh. Um, I think I'll go back to um, daring to design your own life, you know, and to be intentional. You're not here to live up to anyone else's expectations. And I, I, 
I actually recommend that people, you know, you sit down with yourself and you ask what are the values um, that are driving your life and where did they come from? Did they come from social construct? Did they come from your mom, from um, friends or things that you picked up along the, your journey? And actually ask yourself, okay, um, is this something I really want to um, have in my life, live my life by and to choose um, your life and 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 I don't mean this and because I, I I just realize I keep saying you know choose you uh, do you uh, <laughs> it's not to be selfish um, but I do think that it, it's about being authentic and being being your true self in this, this world you know and being um, comfortable with your womanhood and trying to find some sort of harmony between you and the world so yeah get comfortable with yourself um and there to design your life because uh, yeah no i see your point in the sense that self-love is not necessarily not loving others no it's, not it's at all yourself too no because Just... if you i think your self-concept drives everything that you do it drives your relationships, um, your decisions at work. It, it it drives everything that you do. So I think in, if you are more comfortable with you um, and with your inner processes, then you can share that with others and you can be more um, mindful of others. You can be more thoughtful and, and actually contribute to them much better. You can show, because the thing is, say for, if we're talking about compassion, the compassion that you can, you can only be compassionate, show compassion to someone if you can show that same compassion to yourself. If you don't, well, then you treat other people the way you treat yourself, you know? So. No, that's good. Lots of gems. Lots of gems of knowledge and wisdom. Yeah, well, you know, you get old, so at least you have to learn to say you learned something. <laughs> You know, you can't be getting the wrinkles and then there's no knowledge, there's no nothing. <laughs> exactly. That's good. And all the grays as well. I've been getting a few grays. Before. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm not at the gray well, yet. Well, I mean, where I'm from, people say it's luck and wisdom. So I'm just embracing that. <laughs> you know, I I I I think it's it's funny because I I noticed that I have three wrinkles on my forehead, and I've actually named them. So um, you know, I'm trying like you to. What's the names? Um, the first one is Maya for Maya Angelou. Uh -huh. um, the second one is Josephine for Josephine Baker. Um, and then the third one is for um, Elizabeth. It's, she's a character in the book Little Women. And um, she's a character that I re she was quite the, she died quite young in that book. And mm -hmm. she was just such a gentle and generous soul. Um, so yeah, so they're, they're basically, you know, you can uh, for, for just you know, I, I, I call them Josephine and Maya. And sometimes when they show up, I'm like, well, no, you guys today, you need to be more subtle, you know. So <laughs> I so that's, really, that's a great way of embracing them <laughs> and not like resenting them. No. Even. Well, because <laughs> if you start resenting, you know, it's it's you're sort of going to be grumpy. I think as women, um, we're sort of told as you age, you get, um, you know, your value sort of goes down. And I've. I've always disagreed with that. And now that I'm actually um, getting older, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I want to embrace it. I want to be like 
45 or 50 and still rock my converse if my knee situation is still okay um i still want to um you know be happy in my body at whatever age i'm at so right yeah no that's good last question is what's your definition of phenomena as you know obviously the whole concept of this podcast is about women and we decided to call it phenomena what what's your definition of it it's interesting the first time i read the name for some reason i saw colors lots of different colors um and for me i think phenomena has something to do with it's magical it's Mm -hmm. daring and i think there's sort of a duality to the word um in my opinion and that's sort of a duality that lives within um us as women so um it's something to be embraced i yeah i think of it as something magical and and sort of daring and something elusive but then it's very much tangible you know it's 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 sort of um how can i say that it's um I don't know. Um, Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, all I can think of right now is magic. I, I don't. Magic, yeah. I, yeah, magic. So. Um, Fantastic. That's a great definition. I love it. Okay, good. Cool. Um, do you have any question for me, by the Um, I actually never asked you this. I never knew where it came from. I know you're quite driven and hardworking. And I was wondering, what is behind that drive? You know, what's what's driving you? Oh, oh my God, it's a very good question. I've never because thought about. It. I know you're. <laughs> you know, it's it's right. funny. <laughs> okay, I was thinking. You. I was thinking of the podcast and then I was like, she's really driven, but I've never, you know, as sometimes people have this big story behind, you know, uh, sometimes it's a difficult um, family situations or whatever, but I've never actually, I know we talk when we're together, we talk quite a lot, but I've never asked you um, what's driving all of this uh, wonderful um, self of yours. Um, I think um, I've never really thought about it, but I'll just be quite spontaneous and tell you what I think. Ha ha. Okay. Right. So I lead on us. Uh, <laughs> my, I think it's you know they say that in like your parental unit and in your family, there's always one parent that you try to please or you try to make happy. Yeah. And I think in my case, it was my dad. Mm-hmm. And my dad comes from a very, very poor background. Um, uh-huh. And he obviously climbed the social ladder through hard work, uh-huh. drive. And um, yeah, and he did it quite gracefully, but he did it like relentlessly until he died. So he died when he was 50. But obviously, because he's the, the person, he's the parent that I was trying to please. I think unconsciously, I feel like I have a duty to, to him. To yeah, to, to I can't do less than he has, and I think because obviously he came from very very little and managed to achieve loads, I feel like I have no excuse to not do bigger things. Yeah, that's all he has but... done. So I think that's where it comes from. But I think it's quite unconscious. And now that you asked the question, I kind of feel like maybe that's what it is. But I, I, it kind of comes naturally. Mm-hmm. 
in the sense that I've, I'm, I've part, I'm part of a family that's generally high achieving. I mean, my, my siblings are high achievers. Mm-hmm. My dad was obviously a high achiever. My mom expects no, nothing less. <laughs> So it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, she's a mom. She's a caribbean mom. She's, she'll yes. be like, you tell her that you've just found the cure for cancer. She said, good. Have you found the one for AIDS? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yes, I know that one. <laughs> it's funny because she said that, but then she'll go around and speak to her friends and show pictures of me and say, like, look know, at my daughter. She's, you know what I mean? Like, she, it's, it's again, that duality that it's kind of ambivalent, isn't it? It is. But, it's funny how but, people will go around and they are actually proud, but they don't tell you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's what drives me. I think it's just a, a sense of not having a choice because that's part of our DNA in my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also it's a sense of like, I have no excuse not to be driven just because my dad was so driven and yeah. got out of poverty and gave us such a nice childhood mm-hmm. and give us and set us up, set us up for such a good life that there's no reason why I wouldn't do the same, if not better. I think that's, that's what it is. Oh, that's quite good. Okay. So then I have to ask another question. Um, <laughs> In your journey, where do you stand now? Um, I you've written a book. As far as I'm concerned, you're like amazing. So yeah, um, where do you stand now? I think it's kind of similar to like your answer when you I asked you what your biggest dream was. I think as you reach as you reach new levels, mm-hmm. you you kind of ex- it kind of expands your mind and it kind of makes you realize how much there is to yeah. achieve and how much there is to 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 look for and, and to that's see. exhilarating isn't it exactly so i mean in on i don't know because i think i've got loads of years ahead of me yes i think i'm I'm going to be on this planet for at least another 40 years god you know if god, if god allows but if it's the case then i can do as much as i've done so far mm-hmm. like twice again yeah so i i don't know i think i'm very early in the journey funny yeah. enough i think i've done quite a number of things mm-hmm. but i think at this stage of my life, I'm trying to go with the flow more than I used to. Um, I used to be quite forceful as to try and make things fit and make things work and work hard and not necessarily work as smartly as I could. Mm-hmm. I was working very hard, but I wasn't really thinking about, you know, the bigger the picture. Okay. Yes. So things like that. So I think at this stage, I'm, I'm at a stage where I know that I can do loads of things. Yeah. Um, I choose not to do all of these things, of course. and I think I'm ch- I'm just choosing to serve others, help others, mm-hmm. and try and be more on the sharing side. I think that's what I, where I am now. Okay, good. But uh, I still have that drive. I just pace myself because I know that I'm in, I'm in it for the the long I'm, I'm in it for the long run i'm no longer trying to you know run a sprint i'm running a marathon oh yeah that's so, so yeah i think and i think the, there was a time where i needed that sprint because there were things that i wanted to do mm-hmm. and once i've reached these goals i kind of sat there i was like okay so all these years like two three years i've been working relentlessly to get to that point i've done it now what what am i supposed to do <laughs> and i felt myself just like not bored but like empty and just like yes. looking around thinking mm-hmm. oh my god like my life has no meaning because all yeah. i was doing 
is working so hard to get to that point and now i'm there what am i supposed to do so now i'm taking it slow <laughs> no but that's good because i think a lot of the um, things that we call success once we a lot of us get to a point where we're like okay i've done what i wanted to do but uh is this it um <laughs> so uh yeah oh thank you for sharing that no no worries it's 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 a these were extremely good questions actually um i hope i answered them yes you did you did um and now i know what's driving you and i i love the story behind it see it's um oh wow i i just love it um so yeah. but then it's a, it's a funny one isn't it because that is my driving force like my dad but obviously i will never be able to kind of please him because he's not there do you oh, know what I he mean? Knows. Kind of... he's, 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 he knows. Yeah, I mean, that's what you say to reassure yourself. But then, no, <laughs> I, thinking, I, well, when is he going to stop? Like, because if I'm trying to please the parent that's no longer there, I'm, it's like a lost cause, isn't it? Well, that's a bit um, s- s- negative. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm I didn't mean it that way. I no, I know. To... You're being realistic and I'm being just um, the dreamer that I am. Um, but I understand your point, but I think there's nothing wrong in letting it drive you because it's not hurting you and it's not hurting anyone else, you know? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's good. Thank you so, so much for agreeing, obviously, to have that conversation with me. And I think it will help a lot of people. Um, so do you have any last word or should we wrap this up? Um, I just wanted to um, acknowledge you um, and say thank you for creating such a platform um, with different, I listened to the other um, episodes and I was just, um, there's lots of gems and interesting people. And I love the fact that you are bringing sort of um, light um on women that are doing, you know, everyday life, because sometimes you do get discouraged by looking around you and, you know, you're like on Instagram or whatever, and everybody seems to be doing these extraordinary things. And you're thinking, oh, am I average? Like, am I not working hard? Am I not doing this? But then when you start talking to other people around you, we're all doing great things. We're all evolving in our own way. And, um, and it doesn't have to fit any particular um, standard. So I just wanted to say thank you for, for creating this platform. And, thank you. Um, yeah. And thank you for being one of these remarkable women. Because as you said, it's true. Um, you don't the have to be still so- open remarkable though um <laughs> thank you for for and that's one thing i really appreciate about you you always see things in me that i'm like oh i'm just disowning that part um so um thank you <laughs> no no i mean it, but I, i'm telling the truth and to be fair you're right it's just about because everyone's got impact you know you've got your your sphere of impact your mm-hmm. sphere of influence yes. and even if it's like two three five people around you if you can change these people then these people then go on and change other people and you know mm-hmm. you know we can change the world that's that's my dream inside <laughs> <laughs> but thank you thank you thank you thank you so thank much you, for agreeing to speak to me and hopefully uh, ladies this was helpful um, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We are available. I mean, the podcast phenomena is available wherever podcasts are available. So Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Castbox, 
and you can also listen to it on anchor don't also also don't forget to follow us on instagram we are phenomena and again sally thank you and i'll speak to you soon guys ciao bye bye